it just just like a snap of the fingers. There was stuff flying and hitting us in the head and glass was breaking. I came off the ground so fast I didn't even know I was off the ground. I was spinning and uh, metal was flying everywhere. Natural and man-made disasters, they impact our lives, our planet. What can we do to survive? That's the focus of Mother Nature CSI. There were winds, 70 plus mile an hour winds, tornado-like winds going through. You can see it when you go out there in some of the neighborhoods. You're seeing trees uprooted, sticking up. You see roofs ripped off houses. The fire didn't do that, the wind did. Welcome. I'm your host, Patty Lane. I live in California, and we are no stranger here to natural or man-made disasters. We are all well aware of the threat of an earthquake and plan for when the so-called big one will hit. I'm also one of many Californians who got the call to evacuate. Wildfires spread through the county. My home was spared. But last year, many lost not only their homes, but their lives. We'll talk to first responders and community members about what steps need to be taken so we can all survive. And we'll look at the role climate change may play. Now, this podcast is not about fear. It's about becoming educated and informed on how to survive. During an active disaster, you'll hear from those on the front lines with the latest and information on how you can take action. You have to be ready. And that means make sure your car's got gas in it. Make sure you have medication. Make sure you have money or some means to pay what's going on. You know, we're going to continue searching because uh, that, that snow cave tells us one thing. You know, they knew what to do and, uh, and they, they did it and, uh, and that means they can do it again. And when the disaster is over, we'll hear what worked, what didn't, and what changes need to be made to prepare for the next one. Uh, USGS crews flying over the crater noticed uh, somewhere on the order of 50 to 100 feet of uplift in the crater floor. See, I realized oh my God, we're going to die because it's coming so fast. Forest officials have decided to close the Johnson Ridge Observatory, and they are in the process of evacuating visitors at this time. It was a, really a, an overpowering experience, and, and it still is. We'll bring you real-life stories of survival and preparedness. A woman who helped in the beach cleanup after the BP oil spill. A man who lives right on California's largest fault, the San Andreas. And we'll introduce you to someone who helps provide a lifeline to communities when a disaster disrupts internet or cell phone communication. We've had uh, 30 aftershocks since uh, 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. So we are really in the disaster uh, area. What, what we're seeing is really a war zone. There's several, several million people on an island 600 miles from the sh our shores dying and suffering right now. It shouldn't be. My experience includes covering both natural and man-made disasters as a reporter, producer, and I also worked for a nonprofit providing disaster relief. I've seen all sides of a disaster, reporting on them, being affected by them, and helping out in the aftermath. On Mother Nature CSI, we'll get you the information you need to take action now so you and your family can survive any disaster. I'm Patty Lane. Until next time, stay safe wall and a roof had collapsed on top of that so they had to find a pickaxe in order to break up the slab so that they could lift it and get me out. You don't have to look far in California to realize that fires in the last several years have traveled several miles in a given night. Oh my god. Oh you can feel the flames all right there. Oh. Uh, Roger Fred I appreciate that. I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous. I'm sure you understand.